Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, May 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Missouri Governor Mike Parson has just finished his first full legislative session as chief executive, and the Republican is receiving high marks from his party. Without hyperbole, I believe it to be the most successful policy session that I've ever been a part of in my seven years in the legislature. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reviews the just-completed legislative session. First, the news. Missouri will start taking applications for medical marijuana dispensary locations in August. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports cities throughout the state are setting up rules on where those dispensaries can be located. The amendment voters passed last fall included specific rules on dispensaries, labs, and cultivation centers. But cities can add their own zoning rules. Some residents in Rolla are advocating for the maximum restrictions, citing concerns over lower property values. Rolla City Administrator John Butts says that won't be an issue. Medical marijuana facility is, is a significant investment in that building. I, have a hard, I, I personally have a hard time seeing how it's going to have an adverse impact on it. Cities can set minimum distances from schools, places of worship, and daycares. The amendment includes default rules requiring a minimum distance of 1,000 feet. Rolla's considering a distance of 500 feet, Warrensburg will have the maximum of 1,000 feet, and the proposal in St. Louis would have no limit. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Webster University has hired an independent investigator to audit its handling of a sexual harassment complaint. A student filed a sexual misconduct case against a professor more than a year ago. Now more than 15 students have taken to social media saying they are frustrated that the university has not completed its investigation. Sarah Jane Hunt is a civil rights lawyer who works with university sexual misconduct cases. You believe when you file this that the university is going to act in good faith and do something in a reasonable time period. When you have these long stretches, I mean, witnesses graduate and move away, people forget things. University police say its Title IX department aims to complete an investigation within 60 days, though it has no legal obligation to that timeline. A St. Louis-based food pantry plans to serve 100,000 meals to hungry children this summer. The Operation Food Search program serves children who lose access to subsidized meals at their public schools during the summer months. Brian Weir is with Operation Food Search. We all think of us and them. It's not just those people. It's us people. You know, it's all of us. Any one of us could be food insecure at any time. The program distributes food through a network of public libraries in St. Louis, St. Louis County, and St. Charles County. It also runs pop-up pantries at 19 locations throughout the summer. The St. Louis Blues are one win away from the Stanley Cup final. They knocked off San Jose 5-0 yesterday. The Blues can wrap up the National Hockey League's Western Conference final tomorrow night in St. Louis. Missouri Governor Mike Parson is receiving high marks from fellow Republicans following his first full legislative session as chief executive. Democrats are wondering if he went too far with some legislation, including the abortion bill. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reviews the 2019 session and how it may impact next year's GOP effort to stay in power. By any objective measure, Parson had a good session. 
He wanted the GOP-controlled legislature to approve his ideas around workforce development and transportation spending, and those lawmakers followed through. He was also skillfully able to deal with warring factions within his party, most notably six conservative senators that at times held his priorities up. And as he briefed reporters before the end of the 2019 session, Parson reflected on how the tone in Jefferson City had changed in a year. He contended he was able to reset things after the chaos that engulfed Eric Greitens prompted him to resign the governorship. It's sometimes it's about sitting at a table, trying to figure out solutions, working out problems, and making sure sure we move forward and keep focused on what's really Missourians want. Lawmakers praise Parson for efforts from his administration to build relationships. House Speaker Elijah Haar of Springfield noted that Parson's approach was markedly different from Greitens, who developed a confrontational posture with the General Assembly. Without hyperbole, I believe it to be the most successful policy session that I've ever been a part of in my seven years in the legislature. As with any legislative session, Parson did not get everything that he wanted. His bid to establish a prescription drug monitoring program faltered after opposition from conservative senators like Cindy O'Loughlin. The Shelbina Republican felt the program aimed at curbing opioid abuse amounted to an invasion of privacy. If there are solutions to be found, we're willing to work with people, but I don't think that, you know, the 99% of the public and their family should all be swept into a database when it's 1% of the public that has the issue. Parson also promised not to restart the state low-income housing tax credit unless lawmakers overhauled the program. That didn't happen. And now proponents of the incentive, like House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid of Springfield, believe Parson should reverse course, even if it means contradicting himself. Should he waver? I think he should. We have people who need help, and this, you know, this program may not be perfect, um, but it's better than nothing, which is what we have right now. If there's one thing lawmakers did that may affect whether Parson stays in office beyond 2020, it's passing a far-reaching bill banning abortion. The legislation institutes an eight-week ban and bars the procedure almost completely if Roe v. Wade is overturned. When the GOP-controlled House was passing the bill Friday, demonstrators chanted in front of Parson's office demanding he reject the measure. They found common ground with lawmakers like Representative Barbara Washington, a Kansas City Democrat who characterized the bill as extreme. This bill is not about pro-life. I am a woman. It is my body. It is my choice. Parson will sign the abortion legislation, even though there's no exceptions for women who become pregnant from rape or incest. And State Representative Doug Beck wonders if that will take a political toll on the GOP. He pointed to how then-Congressman Todd Akin's U.S. Senate bid imploded in 2012 after his controversial comments about rape and abortion. Everybody thought that was extreme then, and I'm having a hard time believing that seven years later that, that the, the entire Republican caucus has moved in that, in that direction, and the people have too. I, I, I don't believe that that is the case. Parson has not officially said that he'll seek a full four-year term as governor, but he told reporters that he felt Missourians were with him on the abortion legislation adding that they knew his position on the issue throughout his long tenure in state government. Look, I, I, I think all life has value to it. All life does. I, I've been pretty clear about that my entire career. You know, and I'm going to stand up for the people that don't have a voice. And everybody should have a right to life, and I believe that. For now, Parson will review the dozens of bills sent to his desk. If he exercises his veto, lawmakers will have the opportunity to override the governor in September. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio.
That report was edited by our Fred Ehrlich. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.